Welcome back, everybody. This is Fantasy Football Time with Joey and Friends. I can't believe we got called back for second season. Thought for sure we were done done with, but uh, positive reviews came pouring in. The network decided that, uh, that they could give us a second chance. So I want to welcome you back to Fantasy Football Time with Joey and Friends. This is a podcast specifically about our Fantasy Football League, the Corona Knights. Uh, last week, we had some upsets. Jerry's Rice Patty projected to lose to Willpower 105 to 118, but turn the tables. And Brian came out on top, taking the win 129 to 87. The Cookie Monster. That's right. That's me. A lot of you are asking, Joey, why did you pick the team name The Cookie Monster? It's because I got Dalvin Cook. And you know what? C is for Cookie. Oh, C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. And that's. Damn good enough for me. My team went out there and ate up all them cookies. As we beat Frosty Cold Cruisers, or Frosty Cold Losers, as they're going to be called for the rest of the season, uh, 105 to 77. Tommy, embarrassing. And another upset, Darnold's Antibodies beat Charlie Chark 122 to 80, 80 points. Sean, 80 points. I gave you a team name. It's excellent. Don't mess this up. And the last episode of the week was the very good team was projected to be the very bad team, and they were going to lose the Contaminators. But instead, they lived up to their team name, and they got 129 points, beating the Contaminators 112. And we all saw Zeke's new tattoo, and the physique got fed this week, throwing up 136 points to 130 against my hand Hurst. High score and loser there, Sam. That's got to hurt. And this week looks like we have Jerry's Rice Patty, uh, trying to prove it wasn't a fluke. He's facing Charlie Shark. Uh, they're both projected 119 currently, but obviously that's going to change. Probably before this podcast even airs. Uh, Darnold's antibodies hoping to continue his streak as he takes on my hand Hurst. The Battle of the Losers, the Contaminated, they take on the Frosty Cold Cruisers. I uh, wonder who will come up on top. Justin's hoping to have a little bit of willpower to stave off the physique, but I worry uh, Will Arnett's just going to get dominated. Because... Physique's got to eat, man. And, Teddy, this would be a lot better if you actually had Ezekiel on your team. So if you could go ahead and make a trade, that'd be great. Uh, speaking of eating, Cookie Monster's going to gobble up all them cookies and takes on the very good team in a battle of the 1-0s. And now, a quick recap by OG Brown. I hope you all enjoyed his segment last week. Um, he's back. And uh, here's what he's got to say about this week's matchups. What time is it, Joey? It's uh, f- uh, 4 o'clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm drinking a beer at four o'clock. No, it's five o'clock somewhere. I've got a, uh, I've got a coffee. So there you, you know. go. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, take it away. Okay. Well, you got old guy Brian here, and I'm just uh, going to give a quick update, kind of how that first week went, in my opinion. And first of all, it's, it's congratulations. Uh, the physique, I mean, amazing. Not yeah, only. He scored 136 points. He, he beat the next highest team by five. And look who he played. I mean, he played against uh, a really tough team and uh, still beat him. And, and so awesome, awesome there, physique. I think what a proud dad. Team, right? Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, well, you're my number uh, two pick to take the whole season. So um, you're you're staying right up there where you are. Still? I haven't moved up to number one. No, not yet. I mean, uh, <laughs> there is there is the guy who you played 
and he's he you know he almost could have beat you. He left two points on the bench, but you left 67 points on the bench. That is awesome. You got a very strong team, so I'm going to keep my eye on you. Um, Thank you. So between yes. you and my hand, uh, my hand Hurst, uh, really really good. And then there's Jerry's Rice, Patty, and uh, Darnold's antibodies who did pretty well in there. Um, let me give you my worst pick. Uh, this guy was in the bottom in my original rankings. Number one, because he can't spell uh, Charlie right. <laughs> and number two, it just overall, his, his team was just very, very, very poor. Um, so how did he do this week? He got, well, 81 points. Um, and that's that's pretty sad because when you look at what he could have done, let's see, let's just look what he had on the bench. Uh he lost to Darnold's antibodies, who had 122. But he only left 133 points, 130, 103 points, sorry, on the bench. So uh, hats off to being the worst performer of the week uh, goes to um, Charlie Spelldron Clark. And, uh, you know, good luck next week. But I'm just, I'm so proud. I don't know who my uh, physique is, but wow. <laughs> What a <laughs> job that kid did. So that, that's if, what you I were a, if you were an NFL scout, what would you would you want to hire this physique manager as working for the team? Not after one game, but I'll tell you what, I'd certainly keep my eyes on him. You wouldn't give him a contract right now? No, way too early to tell. I, I mean, I, I I'd love to. But I'd give him a contract, but it would be the rookie starting uh, wage. You know what? I think he'd take that. that. I think he'd take that contract. Yeah. Just to work for his dad. Well, you know. He doesn't even, he never mowed my lawn. Terrible. <laughs> but he did pick up my leaves. So I you know, I gotta give him credit for that. Adam Adam, I gotta interrupt. Did you just break your fridge? Break uh no. Um I was getting the grill going and the train was like going by. Oh, okay. I, I looked what that when you flipped the camera over, it looked like there was a fridge door on the floor. Uh, oh, uh, dishwasher door. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. All right, I was worried about you. I, I knew you were hungry. I didn't know how hungry you were. <laughs> no, the fridge is intact. But, uh... All right, Brian, what else we got? Uh, you know what? That's pretty much it for me. I'm just, uh, I, lo I love some of the high scores. I really enjoyed some of the low scores because, boy, that really sets uh, – my standings in pretty good position for the final, but uh, just super impressed with, like I said, the three the three top ones, uh, which were the physique and uh, Darnold and and the Hurst, and I think I also threw uh, Jerry's Patties in there. So, so did, you, question. did you move? You liked uh, O'Henry because of the team name. Did you change? Did you move them up or down your ranking? No, 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 because the only the only really the bad team name that really dropped that guy down and who had a a terrible, you know, outlook on my, well, my special scoring system <laughs> was Charlie Clark. And so no, I, I kept, I kept, uh, Oh Henry, the candy bar guy up there anyway. It did not change. I love it. Okay. That's good. Hey, there was a team you, uh, you ripped pretty hard last week for, for not picking a defense. what do you think about their performance this week? Yeah. Well, 
Let's see who was that was the uh, no defense team. That was Frosty Cold Cruisers. Frosty they did Cold. pick up a defense eventually. Oh yeah, Frosty. Yeah, Frosty. Yeah, Frosty Cold said he did pick up a defense, and he said it again. Uh, but you know, they lost. So <laughs> I say, I mean, how many points? They were the ones I said were really fun to watch. Seventy-eight yeah. points. Um, they- the, yep. uh, it was Tommy, and he. I'm sure he can't be feeling very happy right now with how he did. Well, that's that's pretty sad, um, and especially when he only left 17 points on the bench. Um, he's he's in trouble, and so uh, right now he was my he, he's my number uh, six. One, two, three, four. The old guys counting five, six, seven <laughs> down there. So not so good. Oh, so, is, so I as have your standings changed at all? Or are you still sitting tight? No, I, I, hey, listen, like I said, hey, it's it's one weekend. I'm not going to go. All right. Around. I, as, as, the, as the cookie monster, I feel like I like I deserve to, to have you at know, least so, swapped seventh and eighth with with uh, Frosty Bowl Cruisers, but I get it. No, nobody changes position the first week. I mean, you know, anything can happen. And so we'll, we'll see. We'll give it by the third week. I will probably redo my algorithm and, and see what's going on. All right, I'm looking forward to it. We're yeah. gonna have you if you don't if you want to do this every week, we're uh, we're always down to have you do a sure. quick recap. Sure. Feel awesome. free to edit, edit out my my poor uh, choices and such like that. But oh, I I've made more than enough mistakes that have not been edited out. You're stuck. With I, I I remember. <laughs> okay, well, listen guys, uh, I might bail off right now. Yeah. So anyway, Ted, good to see you. Likewise. Yeah. Say hi to the physique. And Adam, what's Adam? What's your team? Mine is a very good team. So I. I oh won, yeah, you, you did. I was number one in the name rankings, but last in the uh, in the team. Yeah. Ranking. Yeah. But well, you know, hey, very good teams have a chance to get very good. So. <laughs> all right. Hey, it's old guy Brian. I am out. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Later. See you guys. Yeah. Bye. And I realize that might have been confusing for some of you, seeing as how I haven't introduced any of our guests yet. But today we have a very special episode. Adam is joining us, and uh, Teddy Fox is going to hop on as well. So without further ado, here's the podcast. Are you uh, drinking uh, some of the energy drinks that you found? <laughs> it's just the craziest, the craziest. So I was in Bozeman last night. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, there's a like my hotel is sold out because uh, Mike Pence is doing a rally. Sweet. Uh, so, um, so on that note, I tweeted at uh, let me pull up the the FFT, FFT underscore podcast page. Um, <clears throat> I tweeted to try and you know help with our politipod as well as you know just gain, gain some traction um, here. So I tweeted. At real Donald Trump, I'll go to Mike Pence at Mike Pence's rally in Bozeman tonight if you join us for a podcast recording about fantasy football tomorrow. Hashtag make America gronk again. <laughs> and uh, I didn't get any response uh, from from the POTUS, uh, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. 80 people did see it, and one of those people was some jabroni named Nick Avaletto, who, uh, when you click on his on his name, he's uh, I don't he might be a candidate. He's a candidate for Montana State Senate, District 31. Wow. Uh, Republican. And so he commented on it and said, you're about a few hours too late. It was amazing. 
And uh, so then, uh, you know, some of our amazing Twitter followers out there, uh, at Sam underscore capital E, and then another Evans, uh, E, so electrical engineer Evans. I don't, I don't know what he's doing with that. <laughs> he said, uh, which was better, the rally or this podcast? My money's in the podcast. Uh, Nick said, uh, you would have lost that bet. Sam, <laughs> Sam said, you seem like the kind of guy that enjoys a good hashtag super spreader event. You should check out the podcast live stream next time. Uh, this guy then responded, said, super cringe. And then in parentheses, this tweet of yours is more like it. I don't even get that. Uh, that's why he's running for District 31 senator and not a, not like a, you know, actual yeah. senator. Uh, uh, and then Tom, Tom Lunch uh, responded, uh, go Grizz. <laughs> so, um, so that was, uh, you know, I, I just had a lot of hotel issues with that yesterday. And then uh, uh, today I roll into Billings. Restaurant Impossible trucks sitting out in the out in the parking lot. They shut down all the all the uh, parking spots. Yeah. And uh, I go across the street, pull into the parking garage, and there's like nine unopened, untouched Monster Energy drinks just sitting in the parking spot. Weird. Isn't that weird? It's that been a weird. weird. It's been a weird day. Yeah. And it's been a weird year, Joey. Get this. <laughs> I roll into my hotel room. First thing I do, because I, you know, I drove a lot today. I ate like shit last night. Blah. First thing I do when I get in my hotel room is take a big dump. I go to flush it. Toilet doesn't flush. I go to wash my hands. Water doesn't turn on. I call down to the main desk. Oh yeah, the water's off uh, for probably about the next hour and a half. <laughs> did so you I get uh, your uh, rates? Did you get a, your room like prorated? Nah, I, I don't. Water? It's I, it's not my money. <laughs> but still it's the principle of just how fucking weird this day is so um yeah that's that's where i'm at right now how uh so you drove from spokane yeah i was gonna fly to billing or uh, to bozeman um but my flight got canceled from the smoke oh okay that makes sense yeah um, you uh um did you rent like a car on your company's dime i got a Toyota Rav Four, <laughs> cruising style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, well, I was gonna run a car when I got to Bozeman, anyways, and I was like, might as well just. Uh, yeah. I, since I'm going all the way to Billings, I don't want to have to drive all the way back, so I just rented a car and just called it a day. Nice. How's uh no no smoke where you are? Yeah, no smoke for us. We. Chicago has bad air quality pretty frequently, but just because it's a big city. Um, but uh, yeah, no smoke. It seems like uh, this. It seems like the fires get worse and worse on the West Coast each year. And then, also, uh, you uh, you are being recorded. I am legally obligated to tell you. I that's I approve. I would or I consent. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that from you before. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the, so the hair. So you got you're in in wedding mode probably. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, it's coming up pretty quickly. We uh, fortunately got a lot done um, uh, before uh, COVID happened. Uh, so uh, after that, it was just like the details and making sure all the uh, vendors and whatnot were uh, still in business. <laughs> so so far so good. But, uh, that reminds me, after this call, I need to do my tux. Um, so, Adam, you know, there's a, 
in one of the the on draft night, Teddy brought up the fact that he was going to your wedding. Yeah. There's a lot of members in the league that were pretty upset to hear that. Can you, do you just want to just hop in here, just nip this in the bud, explain why you like Teddy more than them? Um, I think, uh, I don't know. Teddy just uh, is very, very, a very active uh, texter. Um, he just hustles outside of the group chat, the group meet. Um, no, but mostly it's really just, uh, I, I, uh, with it being in South Carolina, I didn't really expect uh, anyone else to uh, to uh, travel across the country during the holidays. Um, and they have airplanes now. Well, you know, yeah, I know. I, I mean, almost I almost got a covered wagon to come out to Billings, but the Oregon Trail in reverse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just giving you shit. I'm going, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. If everyone that's listening that's not invited to Adam's wedding, well, you can just go ahead and F off. We could do it where the winner of the league, um, if it's not one of us three, gets an invite. <laughs> can make it a prize. Pretty fun, yeah. actually. I mean, they'd have to, like, book their travel. Uh, like a, Every, Everybody <laughs> would have to book travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they'd, have to, they'd have about a week to, to plan, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> but no, it was really uh, nothing personal. Just uh, I don't know. Just, I'm just I'm just trying to help you clear the air. Yeah. Any honestly, anyone's welcome to go if they. I will <laughs> send an invoice or, or an invoice a uh, invite if they uh, just message in the group me that they want one. There you go. Then we have some yes. extra. Invites, so what about uh, any of our Twitter followers? If uh, those of you in Ireland and India, if you want to go to Adam's wedding. Just tweet at us at FFT underscore podcasts, I think. Yeah, and uh, Montana we'll State Senator. First class mail. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yes, they're looking at you, uh, uh, Alex, or whatever his name was. I forget already. Uh, well, it's awesome. So, are you, are, what, what wedding prep are you doing right now? I mean, you're clearly growing the main out. Um, uh, that's, yeah, I can only assume yeah. it's for the wedding. Mm hmm. Yeah, probably get one one last haircut a couple weeks before the wedding because, uh, I mean, hair, I think, hair looks best like two weeks after haircut. That's Oh, yeah. You know, not right after, um, but just, just a, a couple weeks after. Um, and then uh, what did we do? We just uh, did our songs, um, sent out invites. Did you get yours? You got the Humpty Dance? The what? The Humpty Dance. No, uh, ah. I don't mark that one. <laughs> I'll request it. <clears throat> um, I don't know that we've gotten the invitation yet, but well, you know the the USPS is not not great at that. And uh, and Washington's on fire, so I I can only assume it it True. got burned up in the in the mail. Um, actually, now that you mention it, that's why everyone else's invites did not. Oh, okay. So if you could just edit out the previous conversation we had. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll piece it all together, actually. Yeah. So I'll make it about the fires first, and then if anybody wants to come, just let you know. <laughs> I got you. This isn't my first, uh, this isn't my first scandal, Adam. First, first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, how's a uh, 
so you mentioned COVID with the wedding stuff. Is that has that gotten in the way of anything? I mean, besides uh, wondering no, if not, you're actually going to get married. Not really. Just uh, um, I mean, fortunately, like ours was so far out that it'll it's just kind of like the new normal by the time ours rolls around. Um, because that definitely sucks. Because I know a lot of people that had like spring and summer weddings had uh, much much bigger changes um, slash postponements. Yeah, Katie's cousin was supposed to get married in, uh, I think it was in May, in California. Yeah, yeah they, had to, they had to postpone. Well, they actually got married at the courthouse, and then they're having, like, a celebration next year or something. If you guys want, if, some, if you know, this goes to shit and you guys need, I can get ordained and I can fly right out there and I can marry you guys. Um, or you could just do it on a podcast. That would be pretty epic. Yeah. I don't know if you're legally allowed to do that, but... Yeah, I don't see why not. Or I could fly out there and we could do a live podcast. We could live stream it. <gasps> That'd be cool. I'll go create a Periscope right now, and we're just going to assume your wedding's been canceled. I'll be there next week uh, to do this. <laughs> Is that cool? Sounds good. Just uh, okay. continue your drive from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> um well, uh, the good news is you, you're you're on pace to make a little bit of money here uh, for the wedding. Help pay for for all the drinks I'm gonna have. Is it an open bar? It is an open bar. That okay. was uh, one thing. Um, Non-negotiable. Was- Greetings, gents. Theodore Fox. <laughs> How you doing? What's going on? What have I missed already? We're just talking about Adam's wedding plans. Oh, I'll be there. I'm gonna be there. Me and, and Joey are sharing a room. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly down to to where Teddy is, and then he's gonna Are take you? me on a private uh, Navy jet to your wedding. Yeah, it's a it's a new line called a it's a Honda Civic. Uh, <laughs> we're probably gonna taxi on the ground the whole way there. I don't know if that's gonna get airborne, but we'll get there in about six hours. It's nice. It's quick, man. Yeah, I'm know. I'm planning. I'm currently planning. On it. Katie said that she's about forty percent sure she's going. So okay. Uh, so that's that's about six percent sure she's not, and if she's not, then I'm coming down to you. What we can carpool up? Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. That'd be a fun ride. Um, and I got a lot of like, you know, humble brag. I got a lot of uh, rental car points, so we could even we can get something sweet, man. We can oh, go get the Escalade, sweet. drive up. We can get a, a stretch limo. We can we can drive Adam and all the groomsmen. You could drive Adam and all the groomsmen because I'm am a groomsman, so I should be in the back of the limo with them. But you could drive. Perfect. I can make I can make jokes. So you guys can push that window up, keep me quiet. <laughs> Perfect. Right out of a movie. I love, I love this. it. All of this. Yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing back there? What are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> well, now the cat's out of the bag as to uh, why Teddy was invited. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd make a great show for. Well, uh, Teddy, um, you look like you're in your like you're in your dress clothes. What are you doing? I just got back from work. I was in class, and the teacher, the the guy, the professor, whatever you call him, said, uh, all right, next part of the lesson. And I said, oh, my God, podcast is going on right now. Sir, I'm out of here. I'm going home. I'll catch you later. Um, And here I am. Because you you know what? I thought if there's one episode I have to show up to, it's when I am on top of the league for the first time. Oh, man. Feels but good. are you on top of uh, my power rankings? That's the real question. I don't care. <laughs> I am going off of Yahoo current rankings. Man. Number well, let's, one points let's in the on, league. Sorry. Let's click, current, let's click on current projections again. Let's see where you're at. Oh, yeah. You're, uh, Yahoo projects you to be in eighth place at four or nine. Yeah. What? What is that? 
I moved up to second place at ten and three. So I, I think I was six six and one to start. Um, so not sure what happened there. Oh, Jonathan Taylor happened. That's right. That's right. Look at me. As a, a big fan of projected points, uh, I I thought those those projections were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> after after one week at least. I don't know. Well, um, Teddy, I was just saying that uh, Adam is in some money because, remember, guys, we got mini games going this year. Oh, yeah. So, Adam, Josh Jacobs, 33.9 points, beat the next highest uh, points by running back was Christian McCaffrey at 26.9. So, you got $1, sir. Sweet. Sweet. That that pays for the open bar. <laughs> I, I, I know. That's, that's part of one of my drinks. Yeah. Uh, looks like, uh, like Teddy. Um, you won some money too. You got the tight end, uh, Mark Andrews, twenty point three points, beat out Dallas Goddard, free agent, at twenty point one, and oh. you also got the most points scored at one thirty six point oh six. So that's uh, that's three dollars. I think most points scored is two, isn't it? I don't remember, but I'd like it to be. I'm pretty sure it is. Tell you, you're just flush with cash, man. Just. Already Flush. making that. Already making that uh, initial payment back. Now, do you think Sam's gonna hold on to that bad beat all year long? He might. Yeah. So ta- Sam got bad beat. He lost to you, one thirty to to one thirty six. And then uh, the other two categories, Jerry's rice patty. As uh, Brian, he had Devonte Adams at thirty seven point six points. The next up was Calvin Ridley, Adam at twenty nine point four. Uh, just then, to clarify the bad beat sorry is that a week to buy a week or is that the of the season total like who has the highest losing a game each week no it's a dollar every week yeah okay okay gotcha okay I, um, think, I feel like Monroe will win a lot of those he typically yeah. always like always has a good week and then loses somehow and then the uh the last one is, speaking of Monroe, high-scoring quarterback, the Contaminators, Russell Wilson, damn near 40 points. The funny thing is, the next three quarterbacks were all owned by Sean. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson were the top, the three of the top four, and he's got all of them. So um, that's that's all the money. We're, I'll keep track of that. I'll, I'll give updates every week, let everybody know how much money you're all making. <clears throat> Joey, how do you Love. have time for work on top of, uh, you know, podcast, uh, tracking, uh, all your fantasy football spread- spreadsheets, all of that? I had to step back for my family. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it sounds like a lot more work than it actually is, but if you wait till the very last minute, right when, like, uh, you got to pay everybody, that's that's the best way to do it. Okay. Or you just go back and listen to all the podcasts again and just write everything down. That's a good way. That's the best documented way to do it. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm looking at the scores here. Did uh, Frosty Cold Cruiser is like half his team not play or something? I've seen 77 points total. Is that to be uh, eight after? Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you what happened. Uh, he has Jordan Howard and Matt Breida as his uh, two of his three running backs. So, and Gronk shit the bed. Oh, Gronk uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, unexpectedly got did worse than Robert Woods. Um, yeah, and the Philly defense. I hate defense. Can we get rid of those next year? I was thinking that today. I, I agree. Somebody said that in the chat, and I, I love getting rid of kickers, and I love even more to get rid of defense because it's just it's just such a crapshoot. Like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. 
I think Adam. Uh, uh, change defense every week based on projected points. Yeah, there, it's it's a streaming position. So if that's what you're doing, why why even have it? I have it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm glad I'm not. A, I'm glad I'm, a, I'm not alone on that. I think that's yes. the next big change. Uh, yeah. So Teddy, uh, you listened to your dad last week, right? Yeah, I did. He's uh he's gonna be doing a, another segment for us. Um, oh, good. Probably gonna put it at the, at the beginning of the podcast. He's recording it and he's gonna send it to me. So he's gonna okay. give us a rundown of how of, of the week. Okay, I like all it. The, all the matchups. So that'll be fun. Um, Adam, what'd you th- what'd you think of uh, Brian's segment last week? You know, when you uh, kind of teased uh, the special guest in the group, me, I was like, I, I it can't live up to that hype, um, and it exceeded that hype. It was a uh, it was good. Well, uh, I got another special uh, special uh, guest coming on here. So I, this whole season, I'm dedicating to, like a blast from the past. It was 2020. You look you look back. So I figured, who better to have on this episode of the podcast where Adam's on than Jamie Brofell? Come on I'm in. Get- <laughs> <laughs> I am kidding, but I thought about it, and I might reach out to her. She did a lot of stuff for us. I could see her doing this. Tell her we're working with The Bachelor, and she might. Yeah, she's trying to get on the show. Maybe she'll think that this is her way. Chris, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I won't tell her it's fantasy football. I'll tell her it's a... Uh, it's, it's a bachelor a, podcast. Yeah, exactly. It is sometimes. Sometimes it becomes that way. It's on, like, Donkey Kong. Was that her team name? That seems I think too long. so, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, back when, when you could do uh, Smack Talk, I think. That was her Smack Talk. Yeah, Smack Talk. I missed that feature. I always enjoyed clicking on the new one and seeing people had to say. <laughs> what was that, Adam? Oh, uh, I feel like you used to be able to make longer team names. I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. That's the one advantage that I'm going to give to ESPN yeah. over Yahoo. That's out of everything that that they have, it's all subpar. But you can have really long team names on Yahoo on uh, ESPN. Um, I did want to touch on a, a quick injury roundup because it seems like everybody got fucking hurt this weekend. Um, James Conner. Got hurt. No surprise there. Is uh is Benny Snell uh, a valid pickup today, guys? With a name like that, no. <laughs> I am like, not gonna have a player like named Benny, Benny Snell. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I didn't get Jason Snelling for that reason, and I'm not getting Benny Snell for the same reason. More like Benny Snail. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the pickup. You already mentioned one of them. Who's that? Dallas Godert. Dallas? Who the hell is that guy? He's the second tight end on the Eagles. Everyone yeah, knows I haven't heard of him. But it's apparently he might be taking Jason, or uh, whatever his name is. Uh, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz's Zach Ertz uh, job. He <laughs> does look like a Jason. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, is, he, is, that, is that what you've heard as well? Because I know he's been a hot pickup all around like online uh, articles and stuff. Well, it's funny. We were, uh, after the draft, Justin, Sam, and I kept talking on the Skype, and um, we were talking about, I, who has Zach Ertz? Is that Brian? That's something that, that a, a good podcast host would know. Yeah, Brian has Zach Ertz, and we were looking at his team, and I was like, guys, I really like Brian's team. And they were like, no, his team sucks. And I was like, I mean, Zach Ertz is going to be good. And Sam, I was like, who else is he going to throw you? And Sam said, I don't know, the better tight end, Dallas Goddard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So that, that proved to be true. This past okay. Year. Is Goddard the one who got in a fight, like, in a bar uh, within the last year? And I have no idea. 
I don't know. Mad respect if it is. Yeah. I'll see if I can look that up. Um, it looks like uh, Philip Lindsay got hurt this weekend, too. No, no surprise there, either. I like that everybody that got hurt this past weekend uh, are kind of people that I was I was very against drafting. Um, so, yeah, Philip Lindsay got hurt. So now I uh, melt Gordon. Did you guys watch the game last night? Uh, which one? No, I did not watch the... I watched the first half of the Broncos one. World's most boring uh, game last yeah. night. Jesus. Well, what do you think, of, you think of the announcers? It was uh, the they were debuting. Steve Levy and uh, I think Lewis Riddick, maybe? I don't know. I didn't pay much. I was in a hotel, so I and I was actually on the phone with Katie for quite a bit. Um, so I actually had it muted for the most part. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, and the first half, I was actually at a restaurant. So I was at a restaurant and uh, with at dinner with some people. And in the glass on the other side of the table, I could see a reflection of the TV back to my right. Like so, but it was like through the glass, so it wasn't like a good ref- a good reflection. But I, I got to watch a good part of the first quarter that way. Um, but yeah, so I, I missed a, a lot of the a lot of the game, and then I just watched the end when I think I said every miss by Koskowski. And uh, goddamn, dude, that was rough. I don't know how he still has a job today. I. Because he won the game at the end of the day, and Vrabel's a Patriot. Yeah, that, I think that's a big part of it, yeah. Uh, I missed a lot of the first game, too, but I didn't did you watch any of that one? Game. Yeah, Adam, Adam, did you see that one? No, I didn't watch either game. Adam, are you watching much football? Not much NFL. I I watch more college football. Is that... I, I don't follow college at all. Are they are some of the divisions or whatever are they out conferences? So uh, the ACC, SEC, and Big Twelve are all playing. The Big Ten is like voting uh, today to start their season in mid October. Then the I don't know what the Pac twelve is doing, but um, so no, not everybody is playing. Pretty hmm. weird. And like. I mean, well, just with sports in general, I'm not a huge fan of limited fans or no fans. It definitely uh, takes away a lot of the uh, a lot of the atmosphere of games. In my well, it's, and that's funny the fans thing because I was watching the Seahawks game on Sunday morning, and I didn't notice that there weren't fans until I think the third quarter. And like, even I was like telling like my friends is like, I you know they they did a really good job with with the crowd noise. And then apparently on the group chat, everybody disagrees with me. So I, I mean, I guess I've never paid attention to fans are booing or cheering. I just like the noise. I'm yeah. very easily swayed that way, but <laughs> I'm with uh, you at that. I, I had no problem with it. Um, but it's very interesting to think about what the players are hearing. Cause I don't think they have, I think the players are like hearing silence. Yeah. Is it like, it's got to feel like a scrimmage. I feel like, like maybe they're, it's going to take some time for them to adjust to not being a scrimmage. Uh, yeah, I mean that's what Brady said it felt like. Like it's uh, it's got to be hard to get in the right zone uh, when you're just when there's no noise. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we'd played liquor brawl without fans. Like, I don't think I. Oh my god, I wouldn't have played. I would have opted out. Yeah, I, there's no way, dude. That was the electric. Like all those Carmichael residents come by. Those real the real girls. Like that was oh. what got me fired up. I would have taken a knee uh, if if the uh, if they to protest the uh the speed bump yeah you know and then yeah. and then who knows what would have happened that would have started a lot of drama just <laughs> all the people man i can't imagine that might oh, have don't, don't forget about Ramey at the uh, at the liquor store oh yeah 
He actually he came out like, and watched us a couple times. He was times. like fire, Fireman Ed, the jet guy. <laughs> uh, I have a clip I want to play. I thought it was pretty funny. A, a typical Belichick thing. Uh, this is, They asked him actually about the no fans, and uh, here's what he said. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Bill, you are obviously someone who has seen a lot of football in your day, been involved in a lot of games. What was the atmosphere like in the stadium without fans there? Can you compare it to anything else that you've experienced uh, in your football life? Practice. <laughs> Isn't that the most just cliche Belichick answer? Practice. God, he... But yeah, yeah back to where what's up? I, I think you might have hitched uh, your fandom to the wrong wagon in the Brady Belichick. Oh God, not gonna overreaction week, dude. They beat the Dolphins <laughs> at home, uh, dude. You know what? I could tell that I am fully off the wagon because I was watching the Patriots game. I wanted to see him lose because the same bitter way you want to see your you know your ex not do well, you want to see a company that you leave struggle without you. Not that I was a big Patriots like part of the team but i don't know that adam and i have ever had exes so I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta play to your audience teddy <laughs> um i think that one win over the dolphins means nothing i think losing in the saints to the saints in the superdome with the crowd loud noise of course they can play well in new orleans um i do think brady played pretty poorly like they should have won that game man uh this is uh, breaking news, everybody. Um, the New York Jets have officially signed Kalen Balaj to the active roster and have placed Le'Veon Bell on the IR. What? Man. I mean, you know, the IR these days is only three weeks, so it actually doesn't, doesn't matter. It's just a way of uh, keeping their, their active roster uh, padded. But Wow. I, I mean, who guy. was surprised? They traded. What did they do? When they got Kalen Balaj, everyone knew Bell was over. Has, I, has he been? Has Bell been good? I feel no. like he had one good season with the Steelers, and then there was contract drama, and he hasn't been good since. I no. think when they signed him, and then they hired Adam Gase, who didn't want him, and that was a problem from the beginning. Because yeah. Adam Gase did not want him to be his running back. Adam yeah. Gase is also a weird dude. Speaking of fresh comments, he, he came from the Dolphins, yeah. Yeah. Devontae Parker, he's hurt too. There, the injuries this weekend, man. It was Blake Jarwin, tight end for the uh, for the Cowboys. He's got torn ACL. I mean, they said that'd be a part of not having training camp, which you know, very Marlon well. Marlon Mack tore his Achilles. This is crazy. It's crazy. Maybe that's just going to be whoever wins this league is going to be just an attrition of who can stay healthy. Who can stay? And, I mean. And- and body. Yeah, I'm really curious what would happen if the Niners uh, delayed the game, like fantasy wise, what that would have done for Sam. Would they just do a stack correction later on? Yeah, I was wondering that if they would have, like, because, w- yeah, would they have delayed it? I mean, would they delay it till Tuesday? Or would they have delayed it? That's probably. Like, there was a game a long time ago when the Vikings, when Favre was there, when their stadium collapsed because of the snow. Oh, right, and they yeah. played. They played Tuesday night. I guess you have to look back then and see what happened to figure out, but... Um, I'll but go yeah. check Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get our stat guy on that. Um, all right. Well, uh, Teddy, so you sounds like you watched quite a few games this weekend. Yeah. Did you watch all, all day? You got the morning, afternoon, night game? Uh, I watched what was on. So the Patriots game was on the morning, and then I watched the Tampa Bay game. Also, I was watching the U.S. Open Finals, uh, which ah, was a good match, fine. but... 
Um, I heard so I watched, uh, Venus or Serena got out in the uh, early, Serena right? Lost. Serena lost in the semifinals. Man. Uh, Adam, you skip tennis? Uh, I pay a little bit of attention to the scores, surprisingly, because I used to not really... I watched, like, one tennis match, like, two, two, three year, two years ago, and it was it was pretty cool. And so now I kind of pay attention to the scores. Is, uh, was, is sports gambling legal in, in Illinois? Yes, it was just legal. Uh, wait, it was just legalized? Yep. Oh. Supposedly Washington voted to, to legalize it, but it's still, it's like, I still can't use DraftKings or Monkey Knife Fight or any of those things. If well, you guys aren't on Monkey Knife Fight, you got to get on Monkey Knife Fight. I, I I'm telling you. On MKF. And if you do, let me know before you sign up, and I'll send you a link so I get some free money for when I am in uh, in gambling land. Is Mon- Can you gamble in Montana? Nope. Talk to the state senator. I Oh, that's uh, – you know what? I'm going to do that right now. I'll, no, I'll tweet him after this. We have uh, connections now. Yeah, what's going behind I that? I was really confused by it. Like I looked. I at was your... in Bozeman last night. I got kicked out of my hotel. Well, I, my my room was given away for a Mike Pence rally, and uh, so I tweeted at Trump saying that I would go to the rally if he'd be on our podcast today. Uh, Never heard back from the POTUS, and then a state senator saw my tweet and responded to it. And Sam and him went back and forth. What are the senators? The guy, say? The guy's troll skills are, are not good. You, you can listen back to the podcast and hear what the senator said. Okay. It was just, yeah, okay. it was, it was yeah, he, he was not a good troll. Um, I think, he, I think he, he legitimately thought he was talking to, uh, to someone who was probably already going to the, the Pence rally. But. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <clears throat> um, uh, all right, so uh, keepers. Uh, I got I to gotta ask you, Adam. What was your strategy trying to keep uh, keep Gary on Johnson? So, at a fourth round, let's just revisit. You picked him up at a fourth round draft. You were going to waste a fourth round draft pick on Gary on Johnson. Did I pick him up that early? I thought he was like a. I thought I got him in like the twelfth round or something. No, and in fact, I'm pretty sure you kept him. Uh, this would have been the second year that you kept him, so you might have gotten him for like third. Yeah, I if I'm. 12 right. and 11th round. So, <clears throat> had I known it was that early, I definitely wouldn't have done it. Had I known I dropped him, or had I remembered <laughs> I definitely would have done it. Uh, but I just chose him because I thought it was a later round, and because I it was between him and Cook, but I I didn't know where my first round pick would be, so I was like, well, maybe I can get Cook again, or just get somebody better. Um, oh, you know what? That he was a 12th rounder. You were right. I don't know why I thought he was like fourth. I think uh, just thought it was fourth. So you're not uh, alone. But uh, yeah, just bad info was, from uh, again. <laughs> What's now? Um, Where did you pick him up this year? That's the real question. I got him late again. I think late. Um, I don't know. I, but he was horrible. I started him week one and he had like two points. So. Well, he did better than. Uh, DeAndre whiffed. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> Is that the guy in the Lions? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. that. Oh, oh, my God. So, Adam, is living in Chicago, like, were you uh, were you cheering for the Bears that game? <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. I was happy to see they won. Um, and how about Mitch Trubisky? Uh, oh, my God. 
Where'd that come from? I didn't. I didn't see what he did. I just saw the stats, and that uh, that was impressive, man. Yeah, I think he had more points week one than he did all of last season. So. <laughs> Um, well, I was uh, I had quite a few players from from that game in another league, so I was really banking on Matt Stafford doing something. I even picked up uh, Marvin Jones off the free agents because I saw Galladay was out, and I said he's Jones and uh, and uh, the Hawk are gonna just be target monsters. And you know, Hawkinson got what twelve points in our league. I think he got like fourteen. Um, yeah, that was good. I during the draft, I, I was upset when you picked him because you grabbed him right before I was gonna gonna get him, and Sam told me he was like, "Oh, I think he did you a favor." Um, but yeah, I wanted him. So the the one <clears throat> the one thing I heard that uh, people are concerned about though, Adam, is that he only played like sixty percent of the snaps in week one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I. Uh... I basically, uh, I had him last, well, I picked him, I think Monroe had him to start last year, and then I, I know he he had one good game, and then Monroe dropped him, and then I picked him up. Um, I can't remember how he did the rest of the season, but uh, I think, because George Kittle went to Iowa, and both Hawkinson and Noah Fant to the Broncos went to Iowa, so I was like, you know what, I'll take a flyer on a couple of Iowa tight ends. So that's why you have Noah Fant and uh, Hawkinson? Yeah, Hawkinson, yeah. Well, I heard uh, Hawkinson was was training with Kittle in the offseason. I don't know why, but that just that got me excited about Hawkinson. Yeah. Um, uh, but that was my theory with those two. But yeah, I guess yeah, sixty percent of the snaps isn't isn't great. Um, uh, but it, well, you know what? And Noah Fant would have been a better choice apparently. Uh, he yeah. got two more points. Mhm. I might. I'll make you trade. I might play both. I might play one in the. Uh, the flex spot. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at your team right now. That, uh... You... Yeah, that... Because mm, I got a couple no. rookie wide receivers, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you, tell me your draft strategy. So, because I'm looking at your team, there's a little bit I like, and there's a lot I don't like, but obviously your team did really well this weekend. So, you, I think you know something I don't know. So, basically... It was um, drafting players from the South um, because <laughs> I feel like the Pac-12 and the Big Ten were playing politics with college football this season. So I, um, I tried to sway away from players from those conferences because they're soft. Um, although I did get the two Iowa tight ends. But like I, I said, Iowa tight ends, you know. Um, but that was my theory. And then I went in the past – I would always go for, like, younger players just because I do watch more college football. And I did that again this year. I think Jerry Judy – or not Jerry Judy. Calvin Ridley is my uh, oldest player, and he's, like, 25. Yeah, I was just looking at your team. I mean, you got Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Cam Akers, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Deshaun Watson, Noah Fant, CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, TJ Hawkinson. I mean, well, carry on Johnson. Um, he's, what, been four years probably? Maybe I forget. Maybe he's the oldest. I didn't check his age. But, uh, no, you're, you're probably gonna cut him after this week, though. So, so. Um, yeah, your team's super young. I also try to be very patient with players. So <laughs> I don't know. I should. Uh, I, should I you know I I thought you reached a little bit for Calvin Ridley in the fifth round. 
but um, apparently I was wrong because he he just blew up uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, he had a really good game. Teddy, what was your draft strategy? Sorry, I'm not. Too, I was following along with you on Adam's team. Um, uh, to be honest, I didn't really change anything. I think I got really lucky week one. I hate to say it, but I think that is ultimately what happened. <laughs> uh, um, I I didn't pick a bunch of Patriots players. I think was what really helped out for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at your team now too. I think. Uh, I, I was I was skeptical with DeAndre Hopkins and I, I found out that's a, that's a whoopsie on me. I, I listened to the podcast last week and I said I don't think I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be as good as everyone wants him to be. And I said the same thing about Juju. So uh, so far I'm wrong. Well, I hate I mean I love the way it's looking. I don't want to overreact after one week either because there's a lot of things I'm unsure. Of. For instance, like. I remember, like, this is the typical way I play fantasy. I, I do the overreact thing, and I, like, you never played those leagues that have, like, $100 to spend for your fantasy agents? Oh, I've never done that. I don't, yeah, I don't like the, uh... I don't like I, don't like I have, a, have a tendency to blow my entire, like, blow my entire wad over basically, like, a guy like Malcolm Brown yesterday. Yeah. I, that's what I, I would just put it all on Malcolm Brown, get him, and then, you know, the regression to the mean the next week, and then... I'm left with this guy who's not really doing much. So I don't know. I'm really curious. I think I might have lucked into Ronald Jones because he looked like he actually was the premier back for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Fournette. Um, I was banking on Fournette. Well, it's also – but this is like this is like the preseason for a lot of teams where they're kind of figuring out what works, what doesn't work. Yeah, that's true. I, th- I think the Ronald Jones thing will come down to, to Tom Brady. Well, who I you think want? he calls – he calls the shots, and I think if Ronald Jones is messing up routes or missing blocks or whatever, and Leonard Fournette isn't, or vice versa, I think I think that's who will decide. Yeah, very likely. I mean, it's, there's just a lot of these teams are going to gel, especially these teams with new people. Like, like uh, for Brady's a good example where they have to like learn the offense in actual game scenarios. Um, I don't know if Philip Rivers is going to do better for the Colts because they look like they might have had a chance to be pretty good, but he looked. Apparently pretty bad. I didn't see him, but apparently Rivers looked. I think Sam said in the chat last year, Philip looked like he was throwing a shoulder every single time he threw the ball. <laughs> yeah. And apparently there's more than going Give on. credit where it's due. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me, Tommy. Eddie, that was a good point about Malcolm Brown though, because I think uh, he got the most carries. I think he had like 18, but I think Cam Akers had like 14 himself. So. So pretty... yeah, it's really hard to. And I don't think yeah, I don't think Gronk is going to be a two point a week guy. Um, you know, Brady threw a touchdown to OJ Howard, but I don't know, you know, there's like three pretty good tight ends between Cameron Brate and him and Gronk. Uh, so I don't know who the guy is going to be. Um, one team I worried at all watching, uh, watching Eckler stats and not seeing a whole lot of receptions though. I feel like that was most of his points last year and he's, you know, without, without Phillip Rivers, uh, unable to throw past four yards. Uh, I feel like having a new quarterback might hurt Eckler in the, uh, yeah, I got to be honest. I wasn't really thrilled with Eckler's week one. Um, I kept him purely because the sunk cost of that trade with Antonio Brown that I need to have that trade work out so I can feel okay about it. Otherwise, yeah. I would otherwise I would have kept Brady. Which I mean, I you still know. got him at a, at a ninth round draft pick. So yeah, end of the I'm, day, like like I I picked my keeper strictly on value. Like I was like, 
where like can I get Julio? I think I had him at a second round. I was like, who? I think Julio's gonna be top five wide receiver again. But can I get him in the second round? Which the answer is probably yes. So I was like, who can I get that'll that'll get me the most value? Not like uh, like when we thought Carryon Johnson might have been a fourth round draft pick. Uh, but like Miles Sanders from an eight, I was like, that makes sense. Darren Waller at like a, an eleven, I I was debating that too, even though um, I don't I don't know about tight ends. But. Well, um, okay. Here's one for you. Out of these big performer uh, people, who is who is going to keep this up, and who do you think is going to? Which one of these is most likely to come down to earth soon? I'm looking at Devonte Adams with 37 points, Josh uh, Josh Jacobs with 33, um, Ridley with 29, both on Adams' team, and another curious one was, uh, I mean, Kyler Murray at 28 was pretty good. No, nah, I wouldn't. Put, Kyler Murray's probably going to keep that up. I, I think three. Adam, what's your what's your thoughts? Um, I mean, I feel like I feel like all of them, probably besides Kyler Murray, will have kind of up and down weeks. Just like I don't know the I mean the Falcons, like Ridley. Uh, has, I mean has Julio Jones on that team too, so Ridley probably won't always have a huge week. Um, I think Josh Jacobs will always do pretty well. Obviously, I think he had like three touchdowns this past week. Probably, probably won't do that well each week. Um, Devontae Adams. Uh, I know the the Packers. He has like a good quarterback, and the Packers pass the ball well. Um, but uh, at the same time, I feel like 37 or whatever points probably isn't realistic on a on a weekly basis. But I do think Kyler Murray with uh, Cliff Kingsbury in that offense. Um, like if you put up those points against uh, the Niners, who have a pretty good defense, I feel like he'll uh, put up some points all season. And sorry, I could, that was a pretty uh, pretty poor part in mine, picking three pretty well-known people. A better one would be um, Dallas Goder with 20, uh, Malcolm <laughs> Brown with 24, Nyheim Hines with 23. Nyheim. Naheem Hines with 23, and Darius Slayton with 25. Well, uh, I didn't get a chance to answer the last question, so I'm oh. just going to hop in just strictly on the Calvin Ridley front. Um, Russell Gage, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, all three of them had 12 targets, and all three of them had nine receptions. I mean, the ball is being spread out very well in Atlanta, and I that kind of scares me as a Julio fan. Um Granted, you know, he could have had more receptions than the, than the rest of them. They all had the same amount of targets. But, I mean, Calvin Ridley was definitely targeted, uh, it appears, in the red zone. Again, I didn't watch the game. so But he had 130 yards, two touchdowns, uh, whereas Julio had 157 yards, and Russell Gage had uh, 114. So, um, I it's hard, to, it's hard to dismiss Calvin Ridley with, with that. But um, I'm not sure when those touchdowns came. I, I don't know. Uh, again, I didn't watch the game. So, I'm not sure if uh, if those touchdowns were kind of luck or, um, or or how Julio was being defended or what, but um, yeah, I, I like to think Calvin Ridley is going to do well. Late, I, I think they came late because I know my score wasn't looking great going into like I had like all my guys going in like the morning games on or the early games on Sunday and my score wasn't looking great until like the fourth quarter. Um, so I. And by that point, I think the Seahawks had kind of already uh, had the game in control. So, and to that point, like, um, 
I mean, that just kind of proves my point that Matt Ryan, I think, is just going to be yards monster this year. I mean, just those three receivers alone had almost 400 yards. How many yards did Matt Ryan even throw for? Uh, what's up? Is Matt Ryan your backup quarterback? No, I have Roethlisberger as a backup. That's, that's Brian. Um, he had 450 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. So I'm I'm still very much on the on the Matt Ryan top five quarterbacks this season train. It'll be like uh, if he puts up those yards each week, it'll be like Jameis last year. <laughs> hey, what a, what about this? This would be kind of a revolutionary idea. This is too deep in the weeds; it would never actually happen. But what if there is like somehow you could develop a way where points for a quarterback or wide receiver were like at a lesser value on a scale if they were down by 14 or something like that in the fourth quarter? You can do that. I don't know if you can do it on Yahoo, but I've heard of leagues like that um, where you can get super specific. Really? Okay. Because I feel like that would be a huge difference for a lot of people. Um, even like Brady this week, honestly, got me a lot of garbage time points when they were already out of it. Yeah. It was weird uh, to see a Well, and then this, on the back. same front, like Kyler Murray getting, you know, if I don't know if we have uh, yardage bonuses anymore, but if we did, I think one of them was the 100 yards rushing, and Kyler Murray went from 101 to 91 or something like that. So, um, like that, oh. if, if I had him, if I started him, I'd be pretty disappointed if I didn't get those two extra points for uh, for the yardage, yardage uh, bonus there. I'm going to be honest. I was really hoping I beat Sam by like 0.2 or something <laughs> to where we could have reverted back to the uh, situation. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, well, then on, on to your last question. Um, I think Naeem Hines, uh, I think he'll probably see a pretty big decline. Um, this past weekend they had – they started the game with Marla Mack and Naeem Hines, and then they Mack towards Achilles, and then Jonathan Taylor kind of came in um, as, as the lead role. And Naeem Hines still uh, was there. But, um, like, Hines is more, from what I can understand, he's more of, like, a, a receiver, a satellite back. Like, he's more going to be catching passes. But Jonathan Taylor um, had six targets. So, and he went six for six. Uh, or Naeem Hines had eight eight targets, and he went eight for eight. So, I, I don't know that he's going to do as well every week. I mean, with Jonathan Taylor only playing half the game and Naeem Hines playing the full game. Um, but... It was uh, it was definitely he's on my watch list. That's for sure. Okay, of um, of actual NFL teams, who do you think is a team that lost that is in nowhere near in trouble, and who is a team that won that was kind of uh, we'd say fool's gold? Ooh, Adam, you want to take that? Um, I, gotta, I gotta think about it. I don't even I I didn't follow enough games this I, week. I would say I wouldn't be too worried about the Niners. I mean, I don't think they'll be anywhere near as uh, good record-wise as they were last year, but I still think uh, they'll—I still think they'll have a pretty good season. Um, trying to think of a team that won, though. Um, Cardinals. Well, that was—I beat the Niners. Yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, I—I don't expect the Cardinals to be all that great this year. I mean, the Rams beat the Cowboys, but. I don't. Golf wasn't that great. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what about the the Colts Jags game? I mean, nobody expected the Jags to win. Yeah. I, I heard a I heard a comparison that uh, Gardner Minshew is who Baker Mayfield is, was supposed to be. Uh, that's pretty good. He's, he's got a better mustache. They look pretty similar. They came from similar schools, I guess. I don't know any of the college stuff, but um, they were like 
Gardner Minshew is 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 the epitome of what Baker Mayfield was expected to be. And I, Baker just sucks ass. I don't understand how the Browns aren't better. Like they they have such good skill players. I mean, they did play the Ravens. True. Um, but I I don't know. Apparently their offensive line is horrible. But I think they had their starting left tackle was a first round pick this past year. Well, and they got uh, uh, Conklin from the Titans, who's he's like a he's an awesome um, yeah. offensive line. And then uh, they got Austin Hooper, who's a pretty decent tight end. Uh, I don't know. He they, didn't do anything this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. They sh- they sh- on paper should be much better than they are. But like you said, it was against probably one of the two best teams in football. So. Um. Well, I got one that in, in both both teams are the same game, and I got a bold call to make on that one too. Hot take of the year, number one. Um, Washington and Philadelphia. I don't think Philadelphia is screwed. I don't think Washington's going to be anywhere near good. But somehow, I think Philadelphia is going to end up trading for Nick Foles. No, you think? I think so. I think I could just. I could see I could see Wentz getting injured. I could see them going back to the only person who seems to give them any playoff success because Wentz, I, he he did not look good. He was the weak link. I heard he looked excellent for like the first quarter. So did Brady. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> oh, and yeah, well, I mean, everyone knows that Brady sucks. So yeah, yeah we've, we've been saying that for years that Brady's just garbage. All Brady Brady cannot do well until he's doubted. Every season until he's told it's time he's too old. So this there's a little bit too much hype this season. So he's kind of trying to quell that a little bit. So is that why Arians is being so hard on him? You think? I I do wonder about that. He went on Arians went harder on him than Belichick yeah, ever did on Brady. Well, and Belichick's over there like like glorifying Cam. He loves Cam, man. It's hard to tell if like if Belichick just knew what they need. Like he knew that Brady didn't need praise and. And he knows that Cam does. I don't know. Or if he's just that in love with, with Cam. Maybe. the Back to that, that ex analogy. It's like when you get the new rebound girlfriend. And uh, you just talk talking about how much better she is than your ex. And, you know, you keep glorifying her. Just uh, putting pictures up on Instagram to make your ex jealous. Maybe it's a little bit of that kind of game. Uh, but who knows? I don't know. I, <laughs> Did you see Cam Newton's post-game outfit? Uh, no, it wasn't the yellow suit. That was his pre-game, no, it's just right? Ridiculous. It's just, I just would never imagine him playing for Belichick. And it, <laughs> again, for one week, it looks like it worked. I don't think it's going to stick, but I'm also very biased. Um, speaking of Belichick, did you see his Subway commercial? Uh, no, I saw a picture of it today, or a meme. Uh, I, I didn't actually watch it, though. It's not very funny, but I don't know why, like, Bel- is Belichick changing himself, too? It's like the both guys are completely going like 180 from what they're used to. It's called rebranding, Teddy. I guess yeah. Belichick's gonna be the new Subway guy. <laughs> well, he's got a big act to follow from the last Subway guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like to revisit while we're on all this Belichick stuff. I'd like to revisit my uh, take that got so much heat that I every year, like I think I said three years ago, and every year everyone, Ooh. Uh, quarterbacks are streamable. Right? Yeah, yes. Like, I'm looking at, at the top 10 quarterbacks this past. I mean, it is week one, um, but, you know, whatever. Um, out of the top 10, 
a three of them belong to Sean. So let's jump it out to the top 14. Uh, the top 14, you have Mitch Trubisky, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Teddy Bridgewater um, that are all free agents. And they were top 10 potential uh, quarterbacks. So that means they would have done better than somebody else that we have on our team. Um, so I, I'm still very much on the quarterbacks streamable front. I guess he's got to pick the right one, though. I think you're 100% right, Joey. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, I wasn't a believer in that for a while, but the more you see it, like, I think Adam's going to – Adam very well could end up starting Joe Burrow in a few weeks and getting monster points from him. I, I don't know why it works this way, but – you know what? I think a big part of it is is garbage time points. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, when you're – like, Trubisky, it wasn't garbage time because he won, but it's like – it's kind of like uh, – these you get these they get rushed at the end of games in these two minute drills and they just pass and pass and pass because you have to. The best way to like pick a quarterback would be just an average quarterback on a really shitty defense team. Because it's it's not it's not even like their defense their offense comes alive. The opposing defense can just start playing deep cover and just you know preventing like long balls and just you get tons of yards time and time again. Um, I have more breaking news. Uh, this is the title of, uh, of the article. Allen Robinson didn't just remove the Bears from all social media accounts. He asked to be traded. Wow. Adam, as a, as a new Bears fan, what do you think of that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. What happened? Did he, like, not get playing time on? I got no idea. Or... Again, I just read article titles. Um, like that one week that I thought LeBron James was actually on the Browns. Because <laughs> of fucking Yahoo. Uh, uh, but because he was on the Jaguars previously, Allen Robinson, right? Um, yeah, maybe he's just maybe he's just trying to make some noise to remind everybody that he plays in the league. Because I honestly forgot. Yeah. About. Yeah, I feel like he was another one of those guys that had one really good year and then kind of uh, disappeared. Dude, speak. It, sorry, this is a very random tangent. Um, but how is that one Jacksonville team so good? Who was on that team? Was he one of them? I, know I, don't, really good I don't know what you're talking about. Jacksonville was great about two years or three years ago. Yeah, they almost like, they almost beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship. I can barely remember who I'm talking to on this Skype call, uh, let alone uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars from three years ago. Blake Bortles versus Nick Foles is going to be the Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> like oh Patriots God. got very lucky to win that game. I, I don't know how they were like good for a minute and then they were awful right after that um yeah i remember that season or that game that playoffs that's the only time i watched them was in the playoffs but yeah they were yeah because uh, i i just remember i kept picking against them in joey's uh playoff pick on um, oh yeah kept... dude yeah, they beat the steelers the week before that they had bortles i guess alan robinson um i, I know they're their for defense that year is the Niners' current defensive coordinator. Um, so okay, know. maybe that's part of it. Cause yeah, they got awful quick. Well, they're one and zero. I shouldn't say they're awful. They're better <laughs> than the Buccaneers right now. Um, but. all right, let's uh, we're getting close to an hour now. Let's get into the uh, into the power rankings. Adam, you wanna you wanna start us off? What do you sure. think? Uh, Worst to first? Worst to first, all right. 
<clears throat> so uh, just to give a little background into how I put these together. Uh, Do you have an algorithm? I went by. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I called uh, OG Brian for his algorithm. <laughs> for a small fee, I was able to uh, use it. Um, I basically just uh, went through each team and uh, used their their optimum or optimal lineup from week one, what it would have given them points-wise, and then went from there. Um, Interesting. So starting from the bottom, uh, Tommy, Frosty Cold Cruisers. They, uh, uh, I mean, I think he's, he ended up scoring like 77 points, and his, his max score would have been 81 points. He didn't have much better on the bench. Um, let's see. Then ninth, uh, Willpower. Uh, Justin, um, uh, I know he, uh, everybody thought he had a pretty good draft, but, uh, I think Yahoo, had, or, Yahoo thought Yahoo he had a good draft. Had a good draft. Um, I think he, if I remember right, looking at his roster, he had some guys hurt, um, but. I mean, Le'Veon Bell was just sent to the IR. He's got Cortland Sutton, Devontae Parker. Um, the one thing he's got going for him is he's got J.K. Dobbins on his bench. Yeah. Um, and he's probably going to be a starter next week. And you know that because you have Ingram, right? I do not. Uh, is that Teddy? I think one of you guys has Ingram, no? I don't have him. Oh, what am I? Fuck me, right? And then uh, eighth, eighth place, um, I have Charlie Chark, a.k.a. Sean. Um, his week was a little bit more, more decent. Um, he, he got his optimal lineup. Optim, I don't even know how to pronounce it. His best lineup would have been 103 points. Um, seventh place, I have I have you, Joey. Um, what? Your top lineup would have been 112, but you pretty much maxed it out because you got – did you get 110 or 105? I got 105. And, of course, it doesn't help that I, I'm, I literally only look at it from a past perspective, not a future perspective, so – Obviously, obviously things can and will change. That's fair. Um, sixth, I have uh, Daryl's antibodies, as, uh, as we like to call them. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, uh, he he had a pretty his best lineup would have been a pretty good week at 129. Um, and then I have the Contaminators, aka Monroe, in fifth place. Just a little bit better at 131. Um, I honestly thought, I mean, it was looking like he was going to win for most of the most of the weekend. Uh, and then but, James uh, Conner did, did. We all thought he'd do. Uh, Michael yeah, Thomas. Which, like I had James Conner last year, so I knew to stay away from James Conner. <laughs> but Monroe also has Alan Lazard on his bench, um, who apparently is doing well. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I think Monroe will still have a pretty good season, but I do think uh, I mean I don't know. He also had Russell Wilson go for 40. I don't know or 39. I don't know how often. I mean I'm sure he'll go for 30 pretty much every week, but I don't know. 39 seems like a big week, but uh, but I still think Monroe will have a pretty good season. Um, Sam barely barely beat him, so it was 131.38 for Monroe, 131.6 for Sam. Um, but does Sam have Saquon Barkley? No, Tommy no. has him. Okay. Uh, but Sam does have Mike Evans on the bench. Uh, welcome to living with Mike Evans, Sam. 
Um, so I had Sam in fourth. Uh, his team name, my hand Hurst. Um, guessing it's a Hayden Hayden Hurst theme there. Um, then I have myself in third place. Uh, like I said, I just had a really good first week. I don't know. I I don't know how li- likely that is to continue, but my best lineup week one would have been 144. And then I have Teddy in second. Uh, Damn Teddy. He, uh, his best lineup would have been 152. He should get some credit for putting together the best points though for first week. Um, and then Brian, whose best lineup would have been 157. I have Jerry's Rice Patty in first place. You got Jerry's Rice Patty in first place. You know Yahoo currently projects him to get dead last. We'll just, just have to see how it goes. You're a your projections whore. I know. That's your, that's your jam. That's what you do. I know. I just had to go with what what we have, though. You know, go with the science, as they like to say. <laughs> Jerry's awesome. rice pudding is still steaming after that late run last year. I mean, don't yeah. forget, must shock the world. Didn't he? He was a finalist. He got, I know that. He got second, yeah, I think. Yeah, he definitely got second. Um, and he didn't he come out of nowhere? Like, he wasn't doing good all season long. Yeah, I think he had a good second half of the season. I think I I think I called him uh, I think I had him projected last in my power rankings almost every week. Yeah. Well last year. But this year yeah. I called it after the draft. He had the worst draft grade. He was projected to do the worst and I I said I I think that he's gonna have the best team and everybody gave me shit for it. And here he is. I think we'll it's see just, how he looks wide receiver like he's just, he's got the wide receivers. Uh, with Devonte Adams and Julio Jones, um, I don't, I can't find his team. Hold on, that's all I remember. What else does he have? Devonte Adams, Julio Jones. I mean, David Johnson. I, I was not expecting him to do well. The one thing I worry about with him is uh, Kareem Hunt. And Adam, I was actually going to ask you with uh, Nick Chubb. Are you worried about Hunt stealing? Uh... Yeah, because I, I saw that Kareem Hunt had more carries, which wasn't great. Um... I don't know. I thought the uh, I thought because the Browns' new coach was the Vikings' offensive coordinator, so I was thinking Chubb would do well because, like, obviously, like Dalvin Cook did well in his offense in Minnesota. So I was I don't know, using that logic, um, and I thought Chubb was more of an every down back. Um, but I don't know. I'm just hopeful that it was just since it was against the Ravens, like, and it was over pretty quickly. Like they just had to pass. I don't know. That's that's what I'm holding out hope for, though. And, I mean, Chubb did have 10 carries for 60 yards. So, he, I mean, six yards per carry is pretty good. Um, I don't know. Teddy, did you, uh, did you prepare any power rankings? No, I didn't know I'd be on this call until about uh, two minutes prior to the <laughs> announcement. All right, well, I'll, uh, I'll hop in. Um, I just did some while, while you were doing that, Adam. I didn't have time to prep for it either. Uh, so in last place, I also have uh, Tommy um, Frosty Cold Cruisers. I just I just cannot forgive his draft strategy of uh, five wide receivers in a row, followed by two uh, Miami Dolphins running backs, neither of which is the starter. Um, I just I can't forgive that. So Tommy's dead dead last. 
Um, unless he can find a way to trade one of his wide receivers uh, to somebody who uh, is stupid enough to take them. Um, I don't I don't see him doing very well. And ninth place, I have Charlie Chark. Love the team name. That's my favorite team name of the year, probably. Um, but let's see. And then after that, I have Adam. I have you in, in seventh place. Only because you put me down lower, I actually moved you down my power rankings. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, come on. Uh, but let me take a look at your team. And the reason why I don't know about Nick Chubb, I I fear, well, and, you know, he has carry on Johnson. I fear that with, you're going to have the same situation I was in a lot last year with DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy. One of them is going to have a good week, and you're going to have to try and figure out which one to play. And I did not do that last year. Um, but again, you might, you might have better luck than I did. Um, willpower. I have him in sixth place. Uh, fifth, I got my hand hurts. Uh, he gets a full extra, uh, grade for having me in his profile picture. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. He's got the potential. I could see him moving up my list, uh, pretty quickly, uh, with, with the win, but, um, as of right now, I'm not seeing it. And then uh, the Contaminators after that, uh, I don't like his team name very much. I liked O. Henry a little better, but what are you going to do? Um, I worry about James Conner. You know what? On the fly, I'm going to move my hand hurts up above uh, the Contaminators. So switch Just because of his name, huh? Jeez. Yeah. And again, I'm in my hand hurts profile picture. So that uh, that's going to give him two full, full grades here. Um, I just, I don't, James Conner, Michael Thomas, uh, both of them are hurt. I don't love Mostert. I don't, I think that was a fluke week, but I've been wrong before. I think you just don't like Monroe. God. I mean, if I had to pick. Uh, after that, I'm going to go Jerry's Rice Patty. Uh, so that's fourth place. Uh, again, I, I've said it. I think he's the best team, but uh, I need to see it happen first. Um, after that in third, obviously I have myself uh, just stacked. Uh, I got, I got, you know, I should have probably lost to most of the league, uh, but uh, luckily I was playing as Tommy. Um, I don't know. I think I just, I have a lot of potential. Uh, I just need Miles Sanders to get healthy uh, or Boston Scott to get healthy. But Jonathan Taylor, the injury to, to Marlon Mack, I think that just immediately just, I have a, a full-time start running back uh, on my bench now that's going to be starting, so. I'm, I'm feeling really good about my team. Uh, then second place, Darnold's Antibodies. I've always had a crush on Kevin's uh, Kevin's team for some reason. I think we might listen to the same podcasts. Who knows? Uh, but I don't love Todd Gurley, but again, I, I was proven wrong. He, he did decent enough this week. Uh, I think he's going to struggle with Marlon Mack out, but Zach Moss got the uh, the lion's share of the work in Buffalo. So um, he'll, he, I don't think he'll have any problems. Um, and for, you know, he's one of the few teams that actually has a good defense. Um, and then in first place, I got Teddy. I got the physique. Wow. Hey. And uh, that's strictly uh, recency bias, uh, the fact that you're currently in first. Hey, no, that's uh, fine. Uh, recency bias, good. And Big Ben did way better than I expected him to. He's on the block. I'm going to ask you right now. He's on the block. Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, Teddy is currently cooking. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's not it's not midnight, so I don't know if he's making dinner or if he's making breakfast. 
Uh, we'll call it late lunch. Uh, but I mean, Juju did a lot better than I thought. DeAndre Hopkins did a lot better than I thought. I think, I think you know, your team is the uh, I was wrong team. I think because I, I, a lot of people on your team I was not stoked for, um, and they all did really well except for Eckler. I appreciate, it, but don't you to jinx me yet because it's only been one week. And... I said Brian is the best team, and then look at him now. It wasn't a jinx. If anything, it's a help. I'm a, I'm a lucky rabbit's foot. Once I get two wins under my belt, I'll start getting a little cocky. It took me about eight weeks last year to get two wins under my belt, so it'd be great to do it in two weeks this year. Next thing you know, you're going to you're gonna get a lady friend, and then uh, she's going to be no. anti-football, and, that and we're done. That would never happen. That would just never happen. <laughs> Period. All right. Um, I need you guys to fill for a second while I... Uh, while I look up uh, some nouns for our Would You Rather, which apparently I stole from Comedy Bang Bang Podcast. All right. How about that, any plugs? Do you guys have any plugs? Any, anything you like to listen to? Anything you like to watch right now? Ooh, I'm in. Uh, go for it. Season six of Lost right now. Just Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, that's uh, the one thing COVID has brought, has brought me is lost because i never watched it before this lost yeah that's quite a quite a uh, roller coaster of a show to watch yeah. what do you think so far i think I mean, it's really good i think uh season six is the last season and we were like four episodes in three or four episodes in uh i'm a little lost um to be honest there's a lot going on um but i'm hoping hoping they'll tie it all together uh at the towards the end so I would say, like any TV show, the ending is controversial, but I think they did a decent enough job. Yeah. I think the best show that I've seen end was probably Breaking Bad. Like. Yeah, like that was yeah. Breaking Bad's a good one. Did Otherwise, you watch uh, Sons of Anarchy? I've never seen that. Uh, I've heard a lot about it. That and Narcos are two shows. Well, that Narcos and Entourage are two show, three shows that I've heard a lot of people yeah. talking about. Give uh, Narcos and uh, Sons of Anarchy thumbs up. Uh, I haven't seen. Uh... I haven't started a new show in a while. Um, the last real like long show I watched probably was Lost Man a long time ago. Uh, I I like it's like daunting to think about starting a new series and stuff like that. And how much time I know I'll spend on it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna wait off wait till the Bachelor starts. You know, like yep. any normal guy. Like any normal guy. Yeah, I'm excited for that as well. Yeah, Sacramento. So, made. Yeah, what's gonna go on with, with the season? Cause she already, she's already like married now, right? Yeah, apparently she uh, filmed love like uh, before. <laughs> right away. So it's gonna be the uh, the girl from uh, from Colton season. Uh, Tasha. Yeah. Oh yeah. uh, right. Do you remember that one year that they did a. Uh, they did two bachelorettes that competed. Oh, it was, it was Caitlin uh, Bristow season, right? Yeah. That's what they were, I think, planning on doing originally with this season. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's something new to watch, too. And it'll probably be better than Pilot Pete season, so. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they do it during uh, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, we'll see. All right, guys. I... I've come up with a very hastily made a uh, uh, would you rather. 
Just trying to, you guys sent me a bunch of ver, a bunch of nouns a few weeks ago. I'm always accepting nouns, by the way. So if you want to submit any, uh, please. Can't think of you gotta, anymore. Text me or you can uh, you can tweet at FFT underscore podcast. Um, all right. This one is uh, going to be interesting. All right. Because I'm literally just on the fly and I'm just trying to come up with something. Would you rather every time you walk up to a counter have a vanilla latte that you have to drink every time you walk up so you teddy you're at the counter right now a vanilla latte just appears out of nowhere you have to drink it or every window you look out has a pie and you have to eat it counter like you could you could easily control that you would just avoid counters it's a lot easier to avoid a counter than look over and see a window and have to eat a pie but what, but what do you like more? Do you like vanilla lattes more or do you like pies more? Oh, I like pies more, but I mean... So wouldn't you rather always see a pie? A man can only see so many windows before he's stuffed eating pies <laughs> just because of the stupid genie that made him do this. Yeah, but you know how fat you're going to get off all that off all that, that steamed milk with those vanilla lattes. And the, the carbs ca- in the caffeine. vanilla. The caffeine might burn the offset the calories. Interesting. But what about the sugar in the vanilla latte mix? Oh, please. Coming, coming from the guy fighting for a pie in the window, trust me. I would have <laughs> the caffeine from the latte. Hey, but you didn't ask, like, what kind of pie. Oh, what is it? Chicken pie? It could be a shepherd's pie. could be apple pie. could be peach cobbler. could be whatever chicken, kind of pie you want. Chicken cottage cheese in a pie in a pan. <laughs> could be one of those little, uh, it could be empanadas. Those are called ham pies. Those would be good. Yeah, it's like you want, you want a, a vanilla latte. You're not, you're not, you're not making me straight from my answer. I'm happy with my answer. Adam, what do you think? Then? I, uh, I agree with Teddy, but it's also because I, I do, I could get down on a good uh, vanilla latte. I mean, I like pie too, but, uh, but uh, vanilla latte. Well, my, my thing is, with pie, I guess in this scenario, I'm giving you the ability to pick whatever kind of pie you want. Uh, whereas if you're at a counter. Uh, like in the bathroom, if you're brushing your teeth, I don't know if you have a counter and maybe you have a pedestal sink. That's different. I got a counter in my bathroom. Every time I go to brush my teeth, bam, vanilla latte. I don't want that. Oh man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I go, I go look out my, look out the master window to look at the forest. Ooh, a little, uh, a little cherry hand pie. I'll nom on that. How about the next time we hang out, we do it for a day. No, sorry. We, uh, (laughs) We <laughs> that, was, that was the same thing we had last time. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that part out, please. <laughs> um, no, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll enact this pie latte scenario and see how it goes. Here's the deal. I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna buy a shit ton of different types of pies. You're gonna go to Starbucks and order 40 different vanilla lattes. I'm gonna put one at the counter every time you walk up to it. Every time I walk up to a window, I get my my pick of the litter and what pie I want. I think, I think I'm winning this, guys. You're crazy, Adam. I can see your mind. Your mind's churning, Adam. I can <laughs> Adam, see it. no, don't let him. Uh, trick I mean, it, I mean, honestly, both. Can we, can we choose both? I mean, this. this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just picturing Teddy's right here cooking. And I'm just picturing him drinking vanilla latte while he's cooking up his uh, his boiled chicken and, uh, and cottage cheese. Speaking of which, I heard, I heard of a diet. I guess I guess I win I win the debate over there, uh, two to one. Uh, but I'm right. So, um, 
tweet at us, uh, especially you, Senator uh, Alex Norvane, or whatever your name was. Uh, uh, what would you rather have? Unlimited selection of pie or vanilla latte? Full fat. Uh, even better. <laughs> uh, God damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. Son of a bitch. That senator's really getting to you. God, he's, he's in my head. And I wasn't even arguing with him. It's probably this uh, this 24-ounce uh, Coors Banquet beer at, at uh, finishing it at, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Guess who was sober for this whole podcast? Teddy? And myself. Yeah. Booyah! Two to one, you lose again. You well, hey, there's a game seven on the night. I don't care. Adam, you watching? Is this basketball or baseball? <laughs> Football. Either way, seven games is too many. I agree. For the Clippers That's to be playing a- seven games with the Nuggets, that is pathetic. Adam, give me your prediction right now. It's going to go live after the game, so you might be um, right. You might embarrass yourself. I think uh, I think the Nuggets are going to pull it off. Oh, I disagree. As much as I'd love to see them do the upset, I don't think the Clippers are going to allow themselves to. I think I think Clippers win by 20-plus. You know, I wouldn't be too upset with that because I think the Clippers have a better shot of beating the Lakers. Oh, is- I, want the, I want the Lakers to win, so I guess we agree to disagree. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, real quick, uh, top free agents available. What do you think? And then we'll get you out of here. All right. Adam, you can go first. Sure. Um, I, uh, I like Sammy Watkins. Um, I think I think he'll have a pretty steady season. Uh, I mean, I think he had like seven catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. In week Even one. though he hasn't done jack shit for the past like three years. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. He's just kind of one of those like – He's, like, both overrated and underrated at the same time. I feel like, like he was performing poorly when he was over overrated. And now that no one expects anything of him, he's like, yeah, sure, I can. I think that's exactly if you can what hear us over Teddy doing his dishes. Sorry. God. I think this isn't a fucking podcast. Uh, and then uh, I think Soder uh, was another one that I kind of um, – noticed um i won't pick him up because i already have two tight ends uh trying to think uh who else so yahoo has i was chris thompson at uh 41 points projected over the next four weeks and i think uh judging from that jacksonville game uh where the only person on that team the only player in the nfl week one that received a hundred percent of the team's carries was that guy on the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I don't remember his name, and I am not having an easy time finding it. The undrafted free agent, uh, Robinson, I think? Another Robinson on Jacksonville? James Robinson. He was the only player to 100% of their carries, 16 carries. uh, I mean, 62 yards. Um, So, I think... uh, All right, Adam. I know you ought to, you got to get out of here. Um, oh, it's good. I was just gonna um, join Teddy in uh, cooking though as well. But oh. can... it's five o'clock over here, buddy. The, the yeah. Food Network. Uh, I'm only an hour behind you guys. 
Well, that hour is, gets some massive hunger going. Wait. I tell you. It's five o'clock, right? Yeah. yeah. For us, yeah. Four for you. And you're you're making you're making dinner already, okay? We we go to we go to bed at like eight and wake up at like three fifty five, so. Uh huh. Early uh-huh. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not uh not not confused at all. Now what starts with the letter C? Cookie starts with C. Let's think of other things that start with C. Uh, ah, who cares about other things? C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. Oh, Cookie, Cookie, Cookie starts with C. Oh, C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. Oh, Cookie, Cookie, Cookie starts with C. Hey, you know what? A round cookie with one bite out of it looks like a C. A round donut with one bite out of it also looks like a C. But it is not as good as a cookie. Oh, the moon sometimes looks like a C, but you can't eat that. So, C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. Yeah, C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. Yeah! Cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. Oh boy! Cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C! Um.